0: Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate
1: life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. We're fired up. We are, dude. I woke up
0: guns blazing. (sighs) Actually, you know what? The, I wish I wouldn't say that. Uh, I woke up
1: with a lot of um, just anger. anger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The, the fire pit in your belly is mm-hmm. on fire today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I hear you. And today's Friday, May 29th. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, it just... It, there's a lot there's going a lot. on. There's just a lot going on in the world right now. It's just a really supercharged, angry environment that we live in and it's just it's bullshit like i will say it's a hundred percent like fuck right now yes i don't know that there's another word other than fuck that just encompasses that's why that word is so powerful it has so many mean-
0: meanings and necessities yes so um we usually take a more light-hearted stance on a lot of things we we ha- we want to be that for you and for each other, too, yes, with this, um, we we talk about serious topics, but also we want to bring information to you the best way we can. And one thing we have mostly pivoted around, not on purpose, because we wanted to get it right was
1: Mm -hmm. race and racism. Yes, and privilege. And and what all of those ingredients look like in our society. And we're not going to talk, it's not going to be a whole episode right now about that, but we do have a really fun episode with a cool guest that we'll get to. But we just can't look away from what's happening and we can't acknowledge it because it's really irresponsible and we're not going to put our head in the sand about the just disgust and hatred that is going on in our country right now it's deplorable on so many levels and i think that we would be doing a
0: disservice to not only our audience but also like our platform and and the people around us that we love and whether a person of color or not um we can't sit here anymore exactly and say and not say anything our silence speaks more and that's why we're going to maybe tiptoe into this actually we're cannonballing right fuck it <laughs> we, I'm just, don't I, into shit. Yeah, we don't <laughs> tiptoe I, I said fuck it this morning uh, we both woke up gr- guns blazing with that and i sh- said that again <laughs> we woke up just fired up because we're tired and if we are tired could you imagine what a person of color feels right and so black people we hear you
1: we we are here we're standing up right and it's it- it's an uncomfortable conversation and I can only imagine how uncomfortable it feels to live as a person of color in this country because we do not experience the same um, things that I mean, we don't we're not fearful of driving in our car. We're not fearful of walking into a store. We are not fearful of getting pulled over by a police officer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: None of these things affect us in the, the sense that our lives are at stake. And every time a black person in our country is put into any of those situations, they have to rethink about it. It's conversations that black mothers have to have with their children and fathers have to have with their children about the safety and well-being just because of the color of your skin. And it's you know it's it's not like this ever really disappeared. I think you know for a long time it just the, the fire wasn't fueled. Um, but I also don't think that the the information was as accessible to the extent of what is allowed anymore. And I think what's being allowed and what's not being spoken of of with leadership in this country is just, again, it's disgusting. And I, I can't believe we live in a society where it's encouraged by our own president to be an asshole. Like you should, the thug
0: comment really got to me. Yes. Anytime you're matching behaviors with another behavior you're casting judgment and what have we always said from bella once you pass judgment you lose influence and he has lost so many so much influence obviously right from the past four years but that moment just spoke to me and i'm like i cannot believe that's what you see right here right no it's called wake the fuck up right so yes and we we do want to talk a little bit um about you know actions and you might have seen a couple things that we posted on our Facebook or or Instagram and I don't know what it's gonna look like as we move forward but it's not gonna end with just a post right yeah because that's if it ended with the post that means we're giving into our privilege exactly and so we're gonna encourage you to feel what you're gonna feel you're gonna feel that uncomfortableness you're gonna feel sticky and ooey and but if you're feeling that imagine what a person of color feels exactly And I'm sorry white people like
1: white friends like we're here now. Yeah, we are here now. And the, the way that you take action is you find something that feels right for you to move in a direction that's going to help somebody mm-hmm. else and improvement, not just throwing money at a situation. But what can you do with your privilege? What can you do with your voice? What can you do with your actions? How can you have this conversation with your children so that when they're growing up, they don't feel the need to kneel on a black person's neck? They don't feel the need to feel inferior to somebody because of their race. They feel mm-hmm. like it's a, like you can be an equal. It is not separate but equal. It's, we, we are human beings. We all have blood. We all have skin. It, does, it shouldn't matter, but obviously it does matter right now what color it is. And like, that's, that's not a lesson I want to teach my kids. It's not a lesson I want them to even allow their peers to be around in that. Like we say it all the time. Like it's, it's hard to do the right thing, especially when other people are looking at you.
0: It really is. Especially in this social media game where you want to navigate if you own a business, if you Mm -hmm. have a brand you're putting out, you want to navigate it so it's not hindered. I'm sorry. Like, Um, unfollow us light us on fire i don't care but i'm not going to be one of these people anymore right and um so one of the things i woke up to today was also um feeling the privilege acknowledging that i'm gonna mess up but that is on me if i mess up during this journey and during this like trying to make my actions more known okay But not once do I expect, and this is like kind of going along, and I'm gonna have a story to go along with this. Um, But if I, I don't, I'm not gonna expect someone to be like, "Oh, at least you're trying," because so Glennon um, Doyle, a few years ago, she came out about um, a big. She wanted to make a big rise in racism. She wanted to put a big push and really light a fire under the underbelly of what's going on in our nation. And so she partnered with a really prominent black woman who's making a big splash on social media, putting a real face on what's going on with black women in this country. And so she teamed up, they had this Instagram campaign and essentially Glennon fucked up. Like she didn't do it the right way. Um, The black women called her out. Mm -hmm. The white women were like, but at least you're trying. If someone that that's not what we're doing, you're going to fall on your face a little bit. You're going to say, and but
1: that doesn't mean that you, you learn from it. You keep moving. Exactly. Forward. That doesn't, you fall down doesn't mean you get to run back home and to what's comfortable. You fall down because that's how you grow. Yes. That you made a mistake and you learn from it and you keep going. But you also have to understand that this isn't something that just goes away in our yeah. lifetime. This isn't something that, you know, in six months, this is just going to be okay again, because it's not like you can't, you can't put this back into the box that it once was shoved into. No, And think that, oh, no, it's fine. They're, they're not squawking anymore. It's fine. No, that, that's bullshit. That's ignorance. And I think
0: that's a good point. I think that's where we lived. It's a great point. Whenever there's not squawking, because maybe the pandemic or maybe whatever doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Exactly. And also speaking to a point, um, it's on you to learn. Yes. It is not on your friends that are a different color or race. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's not on them. Yeah. It's not on them to explain their life because that puts a bigger chore on them. That's not, that's not a part of what they should be doing for you. And I feel really bad because that also signifies privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of, about a year ago, no, almost like two years ago when Talita came in Mm -hmm. to town. Um, now looking back, like I regret saying this to her, but I really wanted to make a podcast about white privilege. And I asked Talita, who is a phenomenal black woman. She's, an athlete she's in a field that is dominated by males she's an entrepreneur she's an entrepreneur like she she's the girl is a badass okay right. but i was like hey talita can you teach me about what you feel about white privilege fuck no that was not on her to teach me right it was on me to teach myself right you know so mm-hmm. i also want that to be a, a stake like it falls upon you right it does not fall upon
1: anyone else so yeah, those are my two uh, no my I, soapbox. I love- <laughs> Thanks, come to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. No, I I, I, I feel that. And uh, last night I was um you know was on Facebook, and I'm usually not there very often. It's usually no. honestly just to post a TikTok, make some laughs, get out, you know, and then be done. But I couldn't get away from what I kept seeing, and it was it was also really hard to find the words to even down and I was like I don't I don't even know where to start with this Did and know where to start. it took a kid that I used to coach who I adored It's a, a black girl who I love her I love her family they are like my family um and she made the comment of you know she grew up in a predominantly white area in a white neighborhood and and she's like it's it it's hurtful to see that nobody is saying anything and like, I've got, you know, friends that are going out to dinner and, you know, people are still having their lives around them. And she's like, what does does that do? What if it were me? What if it were me? And that it stung so hard because I was like, you know what? I love this kid so much. I have watched her grow up. I have done, I have seen her become an amazing woman and it's not that, like, that's, I can't just look away because I'm afraid of the uncomfortableness that's going to follow with what I put out there and the stance that I'm going to take. And I'm like, bullshit. I love this kid. I love this family. She means more to me than any type of privilege that I have with this. And I'm like, no, she deserves a voice and she deserves to know that I am not steering away. And I am Mm -hmm. not sitting in silence because of my uncomfortableness. And I posted, um, like 75 things white people can do to make a difference. And, it got shared like a lot of times last night and I was so thankful that it's, it gave people a place to start to at least look at and like okay what can I do because I don't know like mm-hmm. are, are there organizations I can get involved with are there articles I can read are there books that I can read or there's how do I have the conversation within my own family um, and then actually funny enough Talita who you just talked about um, and I grew up together but we also had a good friend of ours her name is Carmen. She lives in North Carolina. And she wrote, she's like, thank you so much for posting this. And then she sent a message saying, she's like, I wish that our families lived closer so that we could hang out with you and that you could be a part of our family. And like, it brought tears to my eyes because I was like, these are the people I grew up with. And I didn't have, I didn't have a, a, a lens to even see that they were anything other than my friends. Like there was mm-hmm. no, there, I would have done anything for them growing up because they were my friends, not because of the color of their skin, but just they, they're human beings that we connect and it's fun. And again, like even as 40 adult women, we would still do that because we're, that's just what you do when you look at a human being as a person and not a, a color, you know, and it's- Right, and
0: our kids are picking up on this kind of stuff too. It, yeah. And that was the in the article we posted today on CZL. Um, if you get a chance to read it, please do. It's, it's filled with a lot of like good insight, but one of them that rang true to me was authority figures that are, mm-hmm. are of a different color. Mm-hmm. I can only think of two times in my children's life that, mm, three, which it's but it's very rare. And so I'm gonna start making a point. It, we're gonna be like a little bit more diverse. I think that's a great place to, to start because, or not start, but a, one of the places to start for me mm-hmm. was because I want to see you respect uh, yeah, a person 100%. of color as well, because I don't think that you—that's been seen in my household. Right. Um, another thing is that, I mean, we have like a couple of friends, but I want st- to—I need to start involving my kids because we don't live in a very diverse school. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it is true. Um, I looked up the stats last night, and it's—it's it's a little frightening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's where we live, and right. Um, I wish we did a little bit better. Um, but that's the reason why I still want to go to public and private school around here. It's right, not the. The it's, best. Not the yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, not the same. So it's just small steps. Um, I hope that we still continue this conversation. I want to continue it. I want to mess up. I want to make myself better. I want to. I think that even changing the mindset is step one. Maybe reading some books. Maybe changing what you see on social media. Maybe mm-hmm. following new accounts. Yeah. I've found some great ones that I have really loved. Um, if you don't know what accounts to follow, maybe reach out to someone that just to there's actually there's some
1: uh, we can post one i've got a really great article that i've been diving into about accounts that you can follow that are educational but also very informative um so we can post that on our platforms um but you're right i mean it 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 starts with with us making the conscious decision to i mean we do live in a predominantly white area we are going to be responsible for making sure that our children are exposed to more people of color mm-hmm. and understanding that that's cool. Like you know, if, if we just if we lived in Chicago, it would look very different. And if I mean, no matter you know any big city, obviously it's going to look different. But understanding that even when you see things that don't look like what you know, that it's not something to be feared. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks for coming to our pet talk. Yeah. I know. Thanks <laughs> and for and tuning in. this yeah. did make
0: you feel uncomfortable? I understand if you have questions, please message us. So um, if you have comments, yeah. if we've messed up somewhere along this way, we yeah. want to continue to do better. Exactly,
1: that's, I mean, I think our whole motto for 2020 <laughs> was <laughs> we want to do better. Like when you know better, you can do better. And if you don't know, I mean, you're. if you don't know and you're choosing not to learn, that's on you. Mm-hmm. That is your ignorance. And your choice to continue to choose ignorance, and if you have the opportunity and you make the the intention of wanting to do better then you will
0: I love that that through this pandemic or quarantine, I do think that our lens has become a little bit um, more clear and we are coming out of it more. Unfiltered and more raw because I think that that's what quarantine taught us. Yeah, we're like you know what? Yeah, we're just every everyone's living their own life, right? And so I think moving forward, you might yeah. hear mm-hmm. a little more Brittany and Shannon coming out, and I have um, I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah, and by coming out, we don't mean that. I mean oh, we're, right. we're legit yeah. in the closet, but not. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, we get it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. I moving do, forward, moving you're going to hear. Forward, yeah, <laughs> we are going to be a little more. Not, I mean, just not that we've never been us. I think we're just probably more comfortable with who we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that feels good, you know? And like we've, we've gone through a lot of like self-reflection and we've gone down introspection road and we're, which is why we are here now. And I feel like, the lane that we've kind of pulled into feels the most authentic to us and it feels mm-hmm. good and it feels like, all right, okay, I can I can flex here a little bit. I can move my arms a little bit, you know, have a little fun. And I think a lot of that um was just being able to explore like new avenues, you know, mm-hmm. while we were in quarantine. And one of the avenues that we got to explore was TikTok. Mm-hmm. And um one of the the guests that we actually have on today, um her name is Ashley DeSano. 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 Yeah. She said you could say it either way, but I was okay. like, well, how do he say it? Um, she's hysterical. We found her on TikTok and she brings so many laughs and so many smiles to us every day that, you know, I reached out to her and I was like, we have this podcast. Would you like to be on it? And she was like, "Ah, yeah. So she's a doll. Um, she's got a lot of really fun things that she talks about, but she's, she's honest. She's open. She's real. She's one of us. You mm-hmm. know, she feels like she's a Zen friend from the get go. So that's really cool. Um, but you know,
0: she's and i love i will say that she her tiktoks are, are yeah they're very raw like mm-hmm. she's sharing a lot of her viewpoints on stuff yeah and um i don't like to use this word all the time but authentic like she's very authentic yes. in herself she's a runner she's a marathon runner um and she's committed to staying on tiktok even after quarantine which i love like mm-hmm. i always kind of nervous like are people gonna leave <laughs> but i <laughs> don't did, leave the party but i did read mm-hmm. yesterday i sent this article to Shannon that um the ceo of
1: Disney, Disney streaming, streaming mm-hmm.
0: is now the CEO of TikTok. So I'm like, y'all, you know, Disney does it right. I mean,
1: if you're going to invest that kind of money mm-hmm. in that kind of talent and that brain power.
0: And they've hired the creative team from YouTube.
1: I mean, you're putting all chips in. I know. I was like, like so. So TikTok's about to get even better than where it's at now, which is super fun. And it's, it's 15 seconds of just... I entertainment dialing, yeah guys. it's fun dive it's in. yeah 1st dive true. into this episode and then dive yes. into your
0: own tiktok account
1: <laughs> enjoy it's really happening brittany we're talking to a real life tiktok mom <laughs> I, so knew, I knew i knew what happened you know why i knew what
0: happened <laughs> why because we have infiltrated that social media. I know we, we have it. gone and g- guns blazing. We
1: have, and now we have one of my personal favorite TikTok moms, Miss Ashley Desano, joining us all the way from Portland, Oregon. So, Ashley, welcome! Yay! Yay. Thank you. i are you excited? Yes. How are you quarantining
2: right now? Oh well, last night my husband and I had a conversation about if we are in purgatory or this is actual hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how. That's how we're quarantining. Luckily, mm-hmm. we. Stocked up on some Huckleberry vodka before this. Um, And we live near a park. So our kids are old enough to just go. So that's how we're quarantining with a little bit of drinking and a lot of outside play. How um, how old are your kids? Two boys, seven and 10.
1: Oh, nice together.
0: Yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. Your pillows are never on the couch. Your walls are a mess. And there's you replace your toilet seats
2: about once a year.
1: (laughs) Absolutely accurate. Mm -hmm. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. So, Ashley, um, I know we found you on TikTok, but obviously you have a life outside of that. What's, um, I know you live in Portland, Oregon. What do you do in Oregon? So,
2: yeah, I live in Portland, Oregon. I was a classroom teacher slash special education teacher for 14 years until five years ago when I started consulting with the skincare company, Rodan and Fields. So we'll do that from home. I love it. Um, my husband works at Nike and we're both from Portland. So we're just here and we love being here. I love working from home with my boys most of the time um, during <laughs> quarantine. Well, let me say that again. I like working from home and now during quarantine, it's more just hiding in my closet, trying to work from home. Um, mm-hmm. And... I would say too, I'm a big runner. So I run marathons. So that's what I do with most of my time when I'm not with my family. I'm just out logging tons of miles.
1: Oh yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That's my husband's a long distance runner as well. And it's, I mean, I'd never get in the way of his therapy. Cause that's what I feel like it truly is when he's like, babe, I've got a long rope coming up Saturday. I'm like, got it. It's like two and a half hours of you go and check out and do what you got to do. And comes back so refreshed. No, like, physically, not physically, but like mentally, he's so recharged. I <laughs> yeah,
2: we'll run early in the morning, you know, like four thirty, five a.m., whatever. Sometimes six. And if my alarm goes off and I don't immediately get out of bed, my husband is like kicking me. He's like, "Go, you know, you need it. Go." He's like, "I don't want the non-running version of you all day." <laughs> right. Is he a runner too? No. No. He's st- so. Side note: He just started running during quarantine, and one of our neighbors. Came up to us and they were like, Your running really inspires me. And I was like, Thank you. And he was talking to my husband and I was like, Fuck off. He just yes. four, four days ago. I have been running <laughs> for 10 years. So yeah. here's your inspiration,
1: Brad. Right. Damn yeah, so, it, Brad. I'm so, <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. Cool. Nice. You know, I don't know why guys get all the credit for that shit because it's like you fold one thing of laundry and all of a sudden it's like, Whoa, did you see that work I did today? I'm like, What? I know. What do you want to do? Ticker tape parade because you unloaded the dishwasher? No, buddy. Sometimes I do, but, you know. MVP award for taking your
2: kid to the park once.
0: Yeah. 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 Change that light bulb, buddy.
2: Right. We're we're
0: here for it. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you are a runner. I'm glad. I think that's a great place to just find that therapy. And, you know, we have our therapies, too. And it's so needed, especially right now. Yeah. So we define on TikTok. So has TikTok created a more therapeutic lifestyle as well? on the humor sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: I think um, I did I actually did a TikTok on this. I think in the beginning of quarantine, I was like, I need to be off Facebook and off Instagram, not to knock them. I still love those platforms, but it just got really heated really fast. Like I'm sure you guys saw that. Hey Karen, there's no quarantine winner. Like Jesus people. Slow, <laughs> and TikTok is just like, here is my hot mess life and I'm going to bring you into my messy living room and let you see what it's really like, not the like Instagram version of me. And for me every day, just to connect with people who I'm like, oh, you're having that day today that I had yesterday. It just feels like this community of like survival mode kind of. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. So were you new to TikTok um, in quarantine or like how long have you been on this platform?
2: Yeah. So a year ago, obviously my business is built on social media, and I've used mm-hmm. Facebook, I've used Instagram, some LinkedIn, whatever. And about a year ago, my husband was like, "There's this TikTok thing. I really think you should try it out." And I looked at it for about ten seconds, and I was like, "Well, that's for preteens. Maybe teens, I'm not going to be there." Um, and I just, you know, it's intimidating when it's new. I was like, "I'm not going to like shake my ass and do all this stuff. I don't understand this platform." And then he kept showing me TikTok videos. He'd send them to me and I'd watch them. And I was like, oh, this content is funny. Or like this person is using the platform in a different way. And I wanted to get on it during quarantine, not as a um, platform to further my business, which I use some others for, but just as a platform to connect with people and find other funny moms and other moms just keeping it totally and completely real. Um mm-hmm. I would also say my boys would show me all of these dances and they're not on TikTok. Obviously they're way too young for that, but they would see TikTok dances on YouTube and they would learn all these dances and they'd want me to learn them. So actually in the beginning I started because my boys and I would start our morning learning a TikTok dance and then we would do it. And it was this group activity where if you know boys, they wake up ready to rip. Um, We would learn a dance. We would do it. So it was like practicing patience and all the things. And then I was like, oh, okay. Bye boys. Like now TikTok's mine. (laughs) You did your thing. You're cute. And now I'm, now I'm going to do it. Right. Uh, I've got, I've got
1: words you can't hear right now. So I need to, I need to. Yeah. (laughs) And
2: and to my husband, I was like, thank you for introducing me to this. And I was like, whoever your friends are who are on TikTok, like, I'm just going to tell you sorry right now because they're going to see me unfiltered a hundred percent me. And I just hope people are ready for that. Um, so that was my whole thing. Like, I'm just going to show you who I am and you can take it or leave it.
1: Yeah. yeah. that's And I love that because I think that that's why it is so refreshing. And we kind of feel the same way. I mean, our um, Instagram platform with uh, Crazy Zen Life is – It's not heavily polished. Yeah, it's not super polished, but it's still one of those things that in order to stay competitive in the game, you have to, you know, th- certain filters that you put on and certain things that you have to do and it has to be cohesive in your feed. And we've always, like, kind of struggled with that a little bit of, like, ugh. <sighs> It just felt a little forced, and we, we still like it, but it's still like TikTok just doesn't feel forced to us. This is where you know our crazy people live, and you know we can say what we really feel, and we talk to each other in memes and gifts all, all the time. time. So it's almost like you become a real life GIF on TikTok, and I'm like, huh, here I am. <laughs> and also, <feels> <laughs> like, I found I found myself
0: watching people's stories, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, so why weren't I? I'm like, if I'm watching stories more than. I'm like on Instagram feed? Yes, yeah. on Instagram mm-hmm. and on Facebook. If I'm there, and that TikTok is just an escalated version of it,
2: bye. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I would drop into Facebook and drop into his. Mine are not polished. Like, I do not do, like, what color is your Instagram? How does it look? Like, I'm authentically mm-hmm. on all platforms. I have no time to try to figure out a brand or, like, who I am. That's I can't do that. That's too much. And I would drop in live videos. Like, I make fun of my mom and my dad constantly because there is – content for years there. (laughs) When I saw TikTok, I was like, Oh my God, I can do this like three or four times a day here where on Facebook or Instagram, you might have one post, maybe two or three stories, but TikTok, I'm like, this is videos all day long of people just being hilarious or painfully authentic. Like I have been drawn recently towards stories of these strong women surviving divorce. Um, Mm -hmm. People speaking out about George Floyd, like this platform is just for being raw in any way you're wanting to be funny, Mm -hmm. sad, just whoever you are.
1: Yeah. I I agree with that. I think there's, there's so many different lanes. Um, It's almost like a spoke. Like when you look at like, you know, a big, old school, like, bicycle spoke that has, like, so many. Like, that's kind of what I feel like TikTok is. I mean, it's it's all kind of cohesive, but you you can pull into any lane that you want to, and you're still going to find something you can relate to. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I know like, in the beginning, we shamed it so bad. We were like, we're oh not going to dance and shake our ass. There's little 20-somethings with their cute little crop tops, and now we're like uh, you going to wear that red crotch out today. Cause I kind of want to do that video with it. Like, <laughs> you no, know? and now I'm like, Oh, we're here now. We're here. And I love it. But it, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been great, but I do think you're right. Like to your point, it's about the community that you find and that you can embrace, you know, being yourself and who you are and people embrace you. And I love that. Like people will come to your rescue in a hot second on TikTok. I mean, the trolls are, you know, We'll get to there in a minute, but like, um, but I have seen so many more supportive people taking care of other women and taking, I mean, like other men where it's like, even men coming to some defense of some women sometimes, where it's like, why do you have to, why are you making those comments like that, Karen? And it's like, Hey, it it is refreshing. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. Has your community like really rallied or have you built, what have you built here and, um, and what has meant the most to you?
2: So a couple of things, I think one of the biggest things I've noticed about TikTok that I love is that your TikTok followers or people follow you on other platforms, like they come to Instagram, because they're that hungry to know more about your life. And I love that, because it's just an authentic connection, Then it's not like, I'm just following you for a laugh, I feel like when I see someone follow me on TikTok, or I follow someone on TikTok, and then I go follow them on Instagram, it's like, oh, I really want to build a relationship and get to know who this person is is cuz TikTok is just these little snapshots and then you go to their Instagram or wherever and you're like whoa this person has this whole life and they're as <laughs> <like, running laughs> shit on TikTok um, so i think so far i have just built this community of of course moms women who are just girls girls like i am here to support you no matter what like i see what you're doing i appreciate your hustle maybe they have a product and you're like i don't even give a shit what you're selling but i just love that you're trying Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's just this community of females feeling empowered and feeling like their voice is being heard and feeling like they can totally razz their husbands and feeling like all the stuff we complain about is the same shit that everybody complains about. So it's a camaraderie (laughs) of like, I would never say it's misery loves company because it's not that, but it is a camaraderie of like, we are so tired of all the same shit that we are all going through every day so i feel like it's just a community of love and support and authenticity um and then i think when you find your people like i have found a whole nother group of runners on tiktok so now we can talk about running and like for me that's huge because my husband could care less when i come in and i'm like i did this temple run at this pace he's like i don't give a shit about it Just. Do it how it turned out but I can find my runners on tiktok and be like I did this and they understand what it means so it's just this whole other language that mm-hmm. gives me an outlet to, to connect with people
0: yeah I totally agree with that and like it there's no other other place too that you can dip in to 15 seconds in someone else's like humor or part of their day and then maybe you get a laugh and you're like i'm glad you said that like yeah. thank you mm-hmm, yeah. and i kind of love when they even like men kind of throw some shade back at wives or, or girlfriends and stuff. i still think it's funny because we do some funny shit too like we do stuff that doesn't make sense and I'm yes. like yes like yes he mm-hmm. roast me a little bit that's yeah. fine like i'm fine <laughs> with it i roast you you roast me and like we're just because we're doing this together too and i think that, that has also brought me like a lot of peace like i wish my husband did more with me but that's no day. <laughs>
1: <Well, laughs> i know i feel so bad my husband at this point Oh, go ahead.
2: No, no I was going to say, I think right now, one of my favorite things to see, and I hope that either this platform is around forever from now, or there's a way to access these videos, but it's the people like the college age kids who are stuck at home with their parents and they're doing dances <laughs> with their parents. I'm like, I'm fucking here for this. Like, this is amazing. You're 22, your mom's 50, whatever. And you all are doing the savage dance, like crushing it. I hope, 30 years from now, you show this to your grandkids because like we're stuck at home together, but people are making Mm -hmm. fun and they're finding ways to connect. And for me right now, hands down, those are my favorite videos to watch.
0: I agree with you. Those are really fun. You stop on them every single time. Like you're like, Oh yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait. Yeah. (laughs)
2: I'm,
1: I'm here for the, like the, the old, like 70 and 80 year old grandparents that are doing things too, that have like millions of followers. I'm like, Look at you, Grandpa Fred, just yeah. out uh, there. It's amazing. I just, I just, I'm baffled, but I love it so much. I mean, this platform is, I mean, it really isn't like anything else we've ever seen in the sense of the way that you had the opportunity to connect with people is so organic, where in Instagram and Facebook, it's, it is so hard to you know, like you are literally clawing your way to every like, every comment, every every follower and you're just hoping something connects with them. And like TikTok, it's like, I mean, you you just your reach has so much more potential. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I love, and again, like we like following people that have like a positive message. So it's nice that, you know, when we did Stumble Upon You, I was like, She's so cute, and she says nice things. So I like her. <laughs> Let's talk about your
0: your viral video. And I don't even know what viral really means. I have my own classification of viral, so I'd love to get your take. But, like, mine is always, like, if it's, like, over a million, I'm like, well, you went viral. Yes. Way <laughs> to go. But, I mean, maybe over 5,000 is viral. I have no idea. But um, you did have one that went viral. I wanted to talk to you about that one. Um, uh, so tell us what that one was about and, mm-hmm. um, and, like, your future plans to go forward with this, like TikTok.
2: You pause for just a second, but I think you were talking about the one that was at like 1.4 million views about my best friend and I.
1: Okay, we're good.
2: <laughs> so that video was really like a moment of therapy for me. I just felt like I need to go on and see if this is just my best friend and I or if this is like a thing, like if this is how we're handling this. And it was closer to the beginning of quarantine where my best friend and I were just flip-flopping weeks. Like one week I would be losing my mind and she'd be like, it's okay, you've got this. And then the next week she would be like, I'm depressed, I'm these things. And I'd be like, no, it's okay, we're gonna work through this. Um, And that it had to be that way by design because if we were both, like having the week from hell, we would have no way to survive this. And I thought, is anybody else feeling this way? And clearly a million and a half people decided they were on board with this way. And everybody was tagging their bestie, like, oh my god, girl, this is us. Like this is us. And for me, I I just hoped once the video was up that people would watch it and think, Okay, so what we're feeling is normal. Like I don't need right. to feel guilty for feeling like shit this week. I just need to do my best. Like, I think for me, it was kind of a call to action too. Like when you're having a good week, make damn sure you're checking on people who might not be. And then mm-hmm. when you're having a hard week, Call on those people to then support you. But in a funny way, like, fuck, we're losing our minds. How do we get through together? Um, And then I did another one that almost has a million views that garnished a bunch of followers. And it was just me talking to young women. And I said, enjoy doing all these dances while you still have bladder control. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) Seriously, I have no shame in my game talking about that. I gave birth to two boys vaginally, no medication. Like those boys came flying out. I run. I wear black tights when I run because I pee when I run. My pants all the time, Um, and it's just (laughs) the reality of being a mom. Like yes, you know there's pee and there's all these things you can do, and that's fine. I'll look into it. But at the same time, most of us pee our pants when we jump or run.
1: Or sneeze. Um, I mean, you know, that happens. <laughs> if you
0: don't cross your legs while you sneeze, yeah. I can't be friends with you. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, so I felt like I have to say this. I haven't seen anybody else say it, so I'm going to say it. Because I feel like women need to know we're all going through the same shit.
0: Yes. I so. love it. Yeah. I love it. So switching gears, too, you probably had a little bit of, like, backlash and been called all of the things from about your age the size of your head, I, I
1: still don't understand that one. Yeah. I, I that one was that one baffled me. I'm like, Yeah, th- that one is nuts. Because there is like the the big head filter or effect that you can do on TikTok that blows up your head. And you know, it's funny to watch. But like, when you look at you in real life, I'm like, how would anybody honestly yeah. think that? The, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> like, it's just nice. Like you have a um, and to comment about like, all the things like your arms. And I do think because they're like a hidden person, I don't know. Instagram and Facebook probably have the same thing or similar. and very Twitter, but I think it's a little bit different because they hide behind this long ass number <laughs> and they can kind of say whatever they want. So, um, tell us about what, have you encountered that and what, what you're, how you deal with that?
2: Yeah. So I've definitely had a lot of negative comments. Um, and I've had a lot of, if you could see my fingers, quotations, uh, fucking advice from people. So,
1: a couple oh. videos
2: people commented. It's like they think you're not gonna read it, or like maybe your eyes don't work. And they say things like, Does anybody else think she has the big head filter on? Um, and then a couple videos people said, Are those is someone else behind her? Are those her real arms? And I was like, Those are my fucking arms, those are my arms, those are my real arms, my <laughs> yeah, real head size. Like I apologize if it's not the head size you're used to. Um, And then I do a lot of videos from either my laundry room or my son's room, and there are reasons for that. Laundry room, everybody leaves me alone. Um, My older son's room, it's also where our dog crate is, and my dog has to be with me everywhere, so I just bring him up there, put him in the crate, do my video, and I get a ton of messages like really mean messages from people that are like, it's clear you only use the rooms in your house that have good lighting. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> the things people decide they want to write to you on. I, I did a video about coming home and there wasn't a bunch of coffee left in my pot and that I was going to like fight my husband over that, which I would like, if you don't have coffee for me, you're dead to me. But I got <laughs> so many Advice messages from people about my marriage and how I needed to work on my marriage. Um, and then last one, I did one about how I greet my family. That's my husband, I'm like, hey. And to my kids, I'm like, hey. And then to my dog, I'm like, oh my God, I love you the most. Um, <laughs> I cannot even tell you that one blew up with people telling me, oh, it must be super nice being married to you. Like, I feel bad for your husband. And I'm like, one. It's a joke. Oh, it's right. It's a joke. Funny. And I'm like, too, my was also not a morning person. So that is legit how I say good morning to him. Um, anyway, so yeah, the amount. But I would say this. I would say on TikTok, at least for me, the balance of people just cheering you on mm-hmm. compared to the balance of people just saying crazy stuff is way more positive than like a Twitter or even a Facebook. Like most people show up on TikTok to support you and cheer you on Um mm-hmm. And then like you were saying, most of the people who don't are user XYZ579 and have no content. So I'm like, cool. I'm glad that you want to knock me for like trying, but you won't even put yourself out there. Like, good for you.
1: Right. Yeah. Hope you're having the day you deserve.
0: Right. And too, like, it's a joke. Like, most of the things I put out are legit jokes. I mean, it's not the way I really treat my marriage or my children or whatever. And like, I too have been like oh my gosh, you're such a fucking tease to your husband or uh, you, I can't believe you do that. I'm like,
2: it's a joke.
0: (laughs) Like it's a joke, joke, Larry. Right. All right. Or um, the one I put out yesterday was like, um, I don't, I'm going to butcher the words, but it was basically like, I care, but then I don't care or something like that. And like, they're like, oh, you're so indecisive or, oh my gosh, this, I can't believe that women really act like this. This is why I can't trust women. I'm like,
1: Okay, yeah, weary. You know, yeah. it's it always just makes me scratch my head when if the the negativity that people feel that they should share, not that you like. I mean, like even like negative reviews on like a restaurant. I mean, unless a a dead rat came to you on a plate, like leaving a negative review about something isn't going to fix the problem. Talking to an actual human who can address the the issue that you had could fix the problem, but leaving a negative comment just because you feel compelled to do so. Like what the fuck? Like why, 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 why
2: Why would you waste your breath on my, TikTok content, like telling you something negative, then either just keep scrolling or go work on your own content. Maybe there's, no yeah, idea. you know,
1: post something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I just think it does go along with, um, and I touched on this earlier, but like the shame culture. Um, I do think it's getting better. I really do. I see the baby steps. It's like entering back in society. I think like, it's definitely happening. I wish it happened at a bigger and faster pace, but, um, you know, because you do
1: get a lot of shame whenever you put yourself out there. You get something back, usually. Um, you get other people's insecurities back. That's what you get. Like when yeah. you put anything out there, it's like, oh, okay. I, I see how you feel about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. And it does make me feel,
0: you know, if I've ever cast that judgment, like it makes me pause too, either on my mindset or the way that I comment or don't comment or like or don't like. I'm like, you know what? Just going to let that sit. Yeah. Because sometimes it, I don't I don't need to comment. Like there's been, if someone's not doing a yoga pose the way I would, do I need to say that?
2: No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So do yeah. you feel like moving forward in TikTok, like is this a platform you feel like you're going to stay on? Do you feel like this is this has legs for you here or are you just popping in for quarantine and then you'll peace out?
2: Oh, no, I'm here. I think it's only going <laughs> to get better when riola happens again. Like... I mean, just from a content perspective, I don't like. I don't plan what I'm going to post. I don't think about it. I just have something happen in my life, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to share that because somebody's going to relate to that." Um, well, that's a lie. I do have to plan if I'm going to do a dance because I have to practice for like three days. Yeah, um, <laughs> learn said dance, and then I have to time it right, and then I have to make sure I went pee and all the things. Um, but I do think when kids go back to school. And life looks somewhat quote unquote normal, which is going to just look totally different. But I think content will only get better because we're going to get to see another side of people's lives that we haven't even touched on. We're just seeing their porn. Mm-hmm. And I hope to goodness, all of these people who are on TikTok right now stay on, because I want to see what you're doing with your life when you're not in these circumstances. Like I'm, I'm here for that. I'm, I'm ready for that.
0: Yeah. I agree. I, yeah. I want to see like, okay. I, I, I have a glimpse. Now show me the whole deal. Like, yeah. show me how you do the
1: rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Even Jason Derulo. <laughs> I know. I'm very invested in Jason <laughs> and He's Ice Derulo. I love I love me the dogs. <laughs> I love everything he does. I'm like, okay, you're funny.
2: <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm invested, too, in, like, living vicariously through other people. Like, I am not a big risk taker at all. So I love to watch people on TikTok. Who are like, here's me doing a cliff jump. I'm like, oh my God, never in a million years would I do that. Or here's me doing this. And I just think with summer coming up and with, I don't know, I love to see when people travel. I love to see adventures they take. I love to see them doing things I would never think of doing. So I hope to goodness people stay on and keep using it to share just their daily lives because I love it.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of daily lives, do you speak in TikTok? things in your <laughs> daily life
2: <laughs> yes i do my children as does my husband okay
0: oh, i know what yeah. don't you mm-hmm. all know him now yeah <laughs> like
2: it's a whole other language um yeah it is a whole other language we can start and finish each other's sentences they tick mm-hmm. you know, TikTok on our phones they know that's what it is
1: yeah absolutely yeah. yeah i can't bring out my um onion chopper without my kids like repeating <laughs> the hold up wait a minute it's, it's a chopper. <laughs> like every time,
2: it makes me laugh every time. Oh my god, every time. <laughs> yes.
0: I recorded um the one where the purse thing, where you reach back and get the person to hit your husband with.
2: Yes, I can't sorry. wait.
0: I have to wait till like my husband and I are like, like no fighting, because yeah. <laughs> it's called a fight. Like it, but that's the one I stop and watch every single time. It is hilarious. Yes. Like I don't even know how these people do it with straight face because I couldn't yeah. do it. Like straight. my daughter goes, "Mommy, say you're sorry." <laughs> <laughs> They're So funny. There's some funny shit on there. There really are. What are the ones that you stop? Like, like the yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. What's your oh. favorites?
2: So there are a couple. One, it gets me every flip in time. It's, um stop, stop taking my chips. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with both my kids, and they tried so hard not to laugh. Um, and then my other side, I always stop when they do the um, the barbecue sauce on the side. Chicken oh, rice. yeah, <laughs> I love that one. And then just because it's a kid's voice, the one where she's like, I know we can't say asshole, <laughs> like that. There are just so many right now. And then I watch all the dances because I can't do them, mm-hmm. so like I have on all the dances and I'm like, Look at them, like, look at that. Uh I think
0: I
1: burned, like, 100 calories one day trying to dance. I was like, I don't. Yeah. I was going to practice one because I I cheered for a long time, but I was not. You wouldn't find me in the front row of the dance in the cheer (laughs) section. They were like, girl, you can flip and spin and do all the shit, but you need to get in the back. Take me. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. That's not fun. (laughs) So one day I was like, I'm going to do the quarantine one. And then literally 10 minutes later, I was like, you still at 40, Shannon, you still cannot dance. Like, stop (laughs) Oh, Oh. that's that's not how we're going to play this game. Okay, put
2: that down. I I did one about that because I swear to God, I swear on everything I know to be true I thought I was an okay dancer like at weddings I'd be like oh that's my song like I want to go dance and <laughs> I was like I love this and then I started TikTok and I would try to do the most basic dances and I'm like oh, is that what I look like like now I'm going <laughs> to stop dancing in public to be like well now I know how that looks and nobody wants to see that
1: mm-hmm. right I mean I love that you try I love that it's you know it still feels your heart with joy i get it but I, I i i understand you have a friend right here that will also sit in the seat next to you and just have another glass of wine <laughs> it's fine it took me
0: like so long to learn them i was like i feel like i'm pretty well, smart i memorize things very quickly amount of time. and i'm like oh my gosh the timing i was like <sighs> so annoying well yeah. and even it's if so- i can some of the
2: dances i just physically can't do them i'm like is it my knees are my hips too tight like am i not am I type a for this dance like i don't understand why i can't that's funny body.
1: yes some of the times too i have to question the actual most like the the dance move and i'm like why are you doing this this makes zero sense i don't understand why are we punching our shoulders so much it so does, a whoa. So it's whoa babe. It's, so whoa oh <laughs> <laughs> what? what is, I
2: don't even know what that is. I, don't I have no
1: idea. No, but you know, it's I, like I, it's You know, when you were in elementary school and you'd play like the um, uh, football with the little paper that you'd fold into a triangle, like that's your field goal pulse. And like, is it moving? Is that what this dance move is <laughs> like? <laughs> I mean, I want to. I want to. They
0: just and they sprout out of nowhere they and do. like they all.
1: Yes, I need to understand like who comes up with the choreography again. Coming from a cheer background, I'm like, huh. Who's coming up with this? Like, I just need a little bit more, you know, insights into your bedroom. Into <laughs> like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> like,
2: what is? There that? are also some things that people. So there are certain dances, and I'm like, I'm not doing those because I don't. That probably means something, and I don't know. And I'm probably saying something right. like, I'm open for business. Yeah, right. Like, what are you it's um, a good point. In like many also, languages, people <laughs> will message me things, and it's like they're speaking a different language. Like they'll say, "I really enjoy your content because you're not." Uh, a thirst trap. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I look it up and I'm like, Oh, that means like you're trying to be real sexy and get people to follow you. And I'm like, is that a compliment
1: or are they being mean? Like, I don't know. Right. Let's just take that's the and th- There's another one, a snack. I didn't know that was like a, like, Ooh, that's, no. you're like a snack. I'm like, I don't, I like a goldfish. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, what do you mean? I'm a snack. That, well, that's that's weird Stop. I don't know. You had to take a minute, didn't you? I did. I Took was a minute. like, I had to Google. I'm like, what's a what's snack? A snack? What is
2: that? I don't know. It's crazy.
0: You're funny. Uh, okay. So, so if someone's going to enter in, dive on in, because it's not too late, guys. not too late. You're not, you're still early. I feel like you're not, you're not super early, but you're early. Um, what advice would you give to somebody? Like joining TikTok. 100%. They're downloading the app. First content. What would you say?
2: I would say one, don't try too hard and don't overthink it. Just be yourself. Think of of something you love. Like I love running. I love coffee. I love wine. I love my kids. Think about something you love and share that first because then you're going to come off as your most authentic self. And that's who people want. If your entry into TikTok is you using a voice that's not really yours, like sampling a voice that's something you might not say or do, just don't do that. Do something that feels authentically like you and just go from there and know that you're going to have so many videos that nobody gives a shit about. Like I had twenty one TikToks before that one that went viral and like 21, nobody cared about, but I kept doing them because it's fun. Um, And then I would say also just pay attention to what people are sharing because usually what they are sharing is also what a lot of people would like to see you share. So just if you can find some similar content that's happening out there, join in on the fun. Nobody's going to judge you if you don't do the dance well. Nobody's going to judge you if your lips are a little off sampling somebody's content. And go with your gut. If something makes you laugh and you're like, oh my God, that is something I would say, just do it. Don't worry about what you look like. Don't worry about any of that stupid stuff. Just do it. People will feel Mm -hmm. your energy and that matters more than if, you know, there's a vacuum behind you. Nobody cares. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd agree with that.
1: Wonderful. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. We really appreciate it. You're so much fun and even more fun than the 15 seconds we get to hang out with you, you know, a couple times a day on the (laughs) daily. How can um, our Zen friends find you?
2: I am on, well, this is actually really funny. I am on TikTok, obviously, and Instagram as Lots of, L-O-T-S-A, miles. So it's lots of miles for running, but everybody thinks oh. it's miles. And I'm like, well, both work. I love to smile and I love yeah. to run.
1: That's 100%. I thought it was lots of smiles. Me too. But yeah. I'm glad that you cleared it up because lots mm-hmm. of miles also makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I,
2: both make sense and both, I just love both. So those would be the best places to, to find cool. me.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you putting your authentic self out there. Please don't stop. Um, We love your encouraging words, and we'll keep following you. Yeah, we can
1: duet soon.
2: Can't wait so much. It's (laughs) going to happen.
1: (laughs) Cool. Yay. Well, we will um, chat with you soon. Thanks, Thanks, Ashley.
0: Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's
1: episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.